Hi guys, and welcome to On the Vine podcast. I'm Maitland. And I'm Ellen. And this week we are going to be talking about being unequally yoked, which is a topic that is um, not always easy for people to receive, and it's also not always great to talk about, but I love talking about it yeah. because <laughs> it's a big part of my story. Um, but just um, be ready for not loving all the things that we have to say, but also just being open to conviction and just mm. being willing to listen um, and just see what we can find that the Bible has to say about being unequally yoked and what to look for in, um, in our case, guys. But I'm assuming we have mostly girl listeners. But Aaron, if you're watching, that's my husband. Then this is probably not for you because you're already married to me. So <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Aaron, if this is for you, we need to have a conversation <laughs> with our pastor. Um. <laughs> we have a different issue there. Um, <laughs> But um, we have some good examples for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. So like, like Malin was kind of alluding to, I think that we could both probably <laughs> do a lot of personal preaching on this, um, which we will impart some, but we're also going to try to keep it pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. Both of us have experienced uh, the difficulty of being unequally yoked, um, which to define, I guess, for anyone is just like. Um, well, I'll actually go through right now the definition. And so it's like in the old Testament is where it's primarily found, um, when God commands the Israelites not to intermarry with other nations at that time, uh, because they didn't have his blessing to do so. Um, and then in the new Testament, Paul talks about it when he warns the church of Corinth, uh, the same thing. And he says that the righteous have no fellowship with the lawless um which to interject uh myself (laughs) um he isn't saying in that uh hey believers don't have any contact with unbelievers Mm -hmm. um we know that's not biblical but instead he's saying believers can't have like fellowship with non-believers um because fellowship is defined as sharing of knowledge and life amongst those who are called and chosen by god um and so again to kind of define being unequally yoked it's uh righteous and lawless uh so believer and unbeliever um Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk mostly about like romantic relationships but i also think that there's something that can be said about like not being unequally yoked in platonic relationships Mm -hmm. um and just the difficulty of being a christian and having like a really close friend who is not a christian Mm -hmm. um so also kind of keep that in mind um but if you kind of want to start us out baitlin on your experience yeah so um, starting with my experience, so when I was in my past relationship before I met my husband, um, I was not a believer, so I was not a Christian, um, but at the time, I was proclaiming to be a Christian, and I think that's a lot of what you get today, um, and so I think, like, just to start, like, obviously, if you're looking at someone to date, um, and you're a believer, like, you should be looking for a believer, Um, and it's not just someone who, like, says that they're a Christian, but it's Mm -hmm. someone who lives Mm -hmm. out their life, like, that they love Jesus. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just saying that they love Jesus, it's showing that they love Jesus. They spend time in God's Word, they spend time in community, um, they go to church, and they are looking for accountability from Mm -hmm. the church. Um, so, that's not something that I was doing, that's also not something that, um, who I was with before Aaron was doing, 
Um, but like when we started, it was like, oh, he says he's a Christian and I say that I'm a Christian, so it should be mm-hmm. fine. And so like, I just want to start out by saying like, it has to be more than just saying that you're a Christian. Yeah. Like you have to be living your life every day walking mm-hmm. like a Christian. It's not saying like you can never fall into sin. Mm-hmm. That's not possible. <laughs> we're not perfect. And that's something that we talk a lot about, like with students, like we're all going to fall mm-hmm. um, daily. Like we need God's grace daily. But we shouldn't be um, turning away from God's word and going against God's word in our daily life. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not something that we should, like, we shouldn't be pursuing sin. Mm -hmm. Um, We should be looking for accountability where we can. And um, when we feel conviction, we should be confessing our sin um, to God and to others. Um, So that's something that I just want to start out by saying. Um, but then also, like, when you are looking at a relationship where I was, like, I, I clearly hadn't given my life to Jesus, mm-hmm. but I also was, like, not the person who was doing all these crazy things. Um, like, I wasn't going to parties. I wasn't doing the wrong thing with boyfriends when, before I met this one guy. But I my heart wasn't, Jesus, wasn't given to Jesus. I didn't give my life to him. And so I hadn't made decisions beforehand of like, where are my boundaries? Mm-hmm. Where am I not going to cross? Mm-hmm. Um, and all these things. And so since I didn't give my life to Jesus, since I wasn't a believer, um, like I was just drugged down like this path of just like falling into more and more and more sin because I hadn't set those boundaries. And that's not on me or the other guy. Like, that's just like, that's on both of us. Like we, neither one of us were sticking to like what we said we believed because neither, sorry, that's our dogs outside (laughs) (laughs) or my dog. And then the other person's dog, (laughs) um, they're wild. Um, but the thing was for both of us, like we were claiming to be something that we weren't. And so we just drug both of us just like down this path of sin um, further and further. Um, and so as we're talking about being equally yoked, we need someone who, like, if we are a believer, they're not just like saying they're a believer, they are a believer, but they're also like, they're running hard after Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like if you're running hard after Jesus, like you want the other person to be running hard after Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can Mm -hmm. speak more to that later, but I know that like Ellen has tons of things that she wants to say too, like, especially on her end of like being a believer earlier Mm -hmm. in life. Um, in this. So I'll let her speak to that for um, a minute and then I'll come back with yeah. more stuff I have to say. Just shoot it right back at you. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I have all kinds of things to say. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I have not seriously dated for several years, um, but you know, talking stages. Yeah. The lovely talking stage. We hate the talking stage. We hate the talking stage. I do not like the talking stage. We can talk about more of that in another video. We will talking stage the talking stage. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I have some experience in talking stages um with guys that have not been believers or have been very like mm-hmm. baby believers. And I don't mean that in like a derogatory term, but just like very yeah. like not strong believers. Um so, like, one that comes to mind, and I was telling Maitland about it just a couple of minutes ago, um, definitely was not a strong Christian, um, and it put me in a difficult situation because I felt like nothing in that relationship was real, mm-hmm. and, like, all the good moments that I had with him were fleeting because they were all, like, shadowed by conviction and discomfort mm-hmm. of me knowing that, like, I was a stronger Christian, and 
and that he didn't really have anything of substance behind his faith. Um, And I remember myself also being super on guard anytime a conversation came close to like topics of religion because I was like, well, I don't want to be like outed for knowing all the things that I know about Christianity and believing what I believe. And I was trying to figure out like how to not renounce God, but also not make it seem like religion was like a really big deal to me. Um, which I now know like is just as bad as if I had straight up renounced God. Um, and that's kind of like what James talks about, like not having one foot in Mm -hmm. one foot out. Um, but that's just an example of how like being unequally yoked can put you in those really terrible positions, um, where you like don't want your belief in Christ to like shine bright, Mm -hmm. but you know that it's supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a second example that I have, um, that was a really hard time in my life as well because I was younger and like had just started college and was really going through the motions and was really like leaning down towards the like casual dating path, mm-hmm. um, which we also are not a fan of. Nope. There should not be anything that exists as casual dating. Um, and I know that now as well. Mm-hmm. But definitely was in the headspace of like, oh, I could date, just date this guy uh, that I don't see any future with. Mm-hmm. And it's not a big deal that he's not a Christian because the whole relationship is not a big deal and it's just casual. Um, So in that one, it was also a lot of suppression of my God-given knowledge and wisdom. And it was just such a practical, <laughs> like, misfit. Mm-hmm. Um, I received zero comfort or solutions and like any trials that I was going through or substance of really any kind because he just wasn't pointing me back to Christ. Um, and there was no room for growth, um, in that suppression. Um, and that is also something that you'll pick up really fast is just again, that like, there's no like fulfillment in unequally yoked relationships because again, they're not able to point you back to the one who is truly going to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. And so you're just kind of stuck in this, like, almost like ghostly period where you're like, I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a very, like, very awful kind of purgatory type state. Mm-hmm. Like, um, really rough. So those are my personal examples. And I think really the reason that we wanted to give personal examples was just to kind of, like... <clears throat> empathize for one and also kind of like list out like what it can look like differently um in unequally yoked relationships um because not all of them are the same and it can be really easy to think like oh mine is different or Mm -hmm. like oh well he like like Maitland was saying like he says he's a Christian so it's different um but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. it's not different and it's just gonna be painful and not healthy yeah and i know that there's probably people on here who like are like ellen saying like oh it's different and you like have the tendency to pull back and like we're not saying these things because like they're easy to hear easy to say because i know they're not easy to hear because i didn't want to hear it any of the time um that i was in my past relationship but if i would have taken the advice there would have been like less heartache for a longer period of time and she's nicer than me though because i am saying that (laughs) i am saying break up right now (laughs) I would say break up right Break now. up with your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Not because you're bored, because 
they're not Christian. Not because Ariana Grande <laughs> said so, but because no. Jesus said. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need to be pursuing someone who is a Christian and someone mm-hmm. who's running hard after Jesus. And long-term. Yeah. Not casual. Yeah. And I think something that um, stuck out to me while you were just talking was, like, you don't want to feel like your light has to be dim. That's something yeah, that you were exactly. talking about. So, like, the guy that you're looking for should be leading in the relationship, and mm-hmm. there's many different ways that mm-hmm. the guy should be leading, but he should also be, like, spurring you on in your mm-hmm. faith and challenging you in your mm-hmm. faith. And I think that's something that was so different when I found Aaron. Like, he was someone mm-hmm. who, like, wasn't afraid to challenge me and still isn't yeah. afraid to challenge me in my faith, and I can bring him questions, and, like, he'll listen and answer, but, like, also yeah. if we have a disagreement, like, he's going to bring, like the bible into it like it's not like if we have a disagreement about the bible he like will have his verses ready to go and if i have questions he can be like here's why i think this Mm -hmm. um and it's not like a challenge and a like oh i know more than you yeah it's not like throwing it in your face but like yeah yeah and so that was something that was really important for me as i was looking for like someone to pursue or to be pursued by is a dog fight yeah the dogs just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> the, the dogs are wild. They wrestle all the time. Are you guys done? Oh, no. They're not done. <laughs> Anyways, so as I was looking for a... They're being crazy. As I was looking for someone um, to pursue me um, as I was pursuing Christ, uh, that's, like, a big thing. Like, someone who's going to pursue you as you're pursuing Christ, um, was someone who, like, was serious about their faith, but had been walking in their faith for, for a long time. Like, they don't have to, I'm not saying, like, you have to find someone who's been a Christian their whole life, and mm-hmm. if they're not, then if they haven't been, then they're not it, because, yeah. like, Because then I, it would, like, never happen, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was just recently a Christian when I met Aaron. But, like, I was running hard after Jesus, and it was Mm -hmm. six months later that, like, we started dating after I became a Christian, but I had been, like, running Mm -hmm. hard after Jesus. Yeah. And... And I can attest to that. Like, she was definitely 110% in. Yeah. And that was also because, like, it was in the middle of COVID. Like, I I spent all my time, like, in my Bible, in community, listening to all different kinds of podcasts, Mm. which I love podcasts. (laughs) Hashtag podcasts. (laughs) We love podcasts. That's why we're making a podcast now. Um which I have all the recommendations if you need them. Um, uh, number one on the vine. <laughs> number one you can't on be vine. plugging other people's <laughs> podcasts. I probably will. No promises. Um, but that was like a big thing for me. And as I, a lot of the podcasts that I was listening to were talking about dating because mm-hmm. people have been, we're all just doing it wrong. Like you look around you like, why are relationships not lasting? Yeah. Why are people getting married later? Why are yeah. divorce why are divorce rates so high? Yeah. Why are people like waiting so long to get married? Mm. Um so just all these things and you're like, okay, we have to be doing something wrong and it didn't used to be like this. And that's because we used to date for shorter periods of time and we got married younger, but also like we have to look at like who who are they following and who are they running after? Um And so, as I was looking for um, a husband, I was looking for someone who was going to be someone who could be self-controlled. So, like, they weren't Mm going to be going out and getting drunk. um, Or they weren't going to be going out and partying every weekend or going and getting high or, like, anything like that. Like, I wanted to find someone who was serious about their faith and took, like, God's word seriously. Um and then someone who other people like really highly recommended because mm-hmm. that was not somewhat some advice that I took mm-hmm. before 
And so before I started even dating Aaron, I asked other people, I was like, what do you think about this? Before I even thought about like anything, Mm -hmm. pursuing anything, I was like, what do you think about this? Yeah, the references. Yes. He had, he came highly recommended by Mm -hmm. everyone. (laughs) Um, So just sitting down with people and being like, what do you think about this guy? And they're just like, oh my gosh, like he's a great guy. Like he is running hard after Jesus. Like what are his, what do the people around him have to say about him? Like (laughs) what do your friends have to say about him? That's an important thing. Like, obviously, um, there can be toxic friendships, but, like, most of the time, like, your friends see things that yeah. you don't see because you are in the stage, you have love goggles on, yeah. and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's the best, and then your your friends are like, red flag, red flag, red flag, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, but you don't know him like I know him, and it's really like, no, you don't know him. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like, we're able to see him without all these drunk love goggles that we yeah. have on and so that's why I took Aaron <laughs> B yeah. it was only the second time I think yeah. that I had ever met him yep um and we went to Harris Teeter and sat down and I just drilled him yeah and got to know him really well and uh didn't see any red flags and so I was able to like go back to Maitland and be like yeah no like he pretty much answered all my questions perfectly um not that it was like a quiz or anything I mean a little bit bit. (laughs) (laughs) but there were right answers um and yeah no red flags and then that like helped her have the green light there yeah and then seeing someone who, uh, I also, I'm pulling all of this from like first Timothy Mm -hmm. three and I'm pulling it from like what a godly leader looks like. And if we're looking at like elders and pastors and you're thinking about, okay, they lead a church. Okay. Who do you want leading you? Mm -hmm. Like if you're a woman and I'm assuming most of us are all women out here listening, um, but shout out to the guys yeah. that might be listening. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. I hope you stay. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally probably just Aaron, but that's okay. Uh, maybe more will come on eventually. We'll do. We'll do. Yeah. Um... What to look for in girls? <laughs> that's what we'll do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the girls listening, it'll be oh, what should I look for in myself as I'm pursuing true, Christ? True, 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 true. Um. Anyways, so I'm pulling all of this from leaders in, of a church, but also looking at, like, I want someone who's going to lead me well, um, like, in this relationship. And, like, if I'm looking at someone who's leading well in dating, I know they're going to lead well in marriage, and then they're going to lead mm-hmm. well, like, as we have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, and that's, like, a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think, like, as we're talking about, like, casual dating and all this stuff, like... If you don't see a future with them, like, what is the Literally. point? Like, you are Literally. supposed to date, like, to get married, and that's how mm-hmm. you date to get married. And people are like, oh, whatever. But, like, I... So true, though. I, I like, I stand by that, but I'm not, like, you... I, you date to get married. Like, you have to be in a position where you could get married mm-hmm. in the next, mm-hmm. I would say, year. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, not for long dating, and I know mm-hmm. there are circumstances. And Aaron and I dated for, like, a little over a, a year. <laughs> no, it was, like, a year and two months, guys. <laughs> but we serious. I would have married him, like, six months in. Um, it just Five days in. Five days in. Um, but... I'm not for, like, long-term dating. Like, you can, like, look and see, is this person surrendered? To, has Have they yeah. surrendered their life to Jesus? And if they have, like, I mean, if two people who love mm-hmm. Jesus and are running hard after Jesus, like, it's they're, they're going to make it work. Because yeah. they're looking to please God, not yeah. other people. Yeah. And not themselves. And so, yeah. like, finding someone who just loves Jesus. Yeah, I think really it's important. valid because you're going to see the green flags really fast. Yeah. Like Malin's saying, like, you're going to see if he's living out Mm -hmm. Christ, especially if you do 
kind of like take our advice and like talk to his friends talk to your friends Mm -hmm. uh so you're seeing not just like if he lives out the life of christ uh when when he's with you yeah uh but also at home Mm -hmm. and with other people um and but i think that is also like worth saying that while we're talking about being unequally yoked and Maitland said it like several times throughout what she's been saying, but we're also talking about like yourself too. Mm -hmm. Like someone should not be unequally yoked with you. Like if you feel that you need to strengthen your Christianity, if you feel like your partner is, Mm -hmm. has a stronger connection with Christ than you do, like then you need to step it up. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that like in a, in a mean way, like I'm not trying to be like step it up, but step it up you know like you don't want to be the one who Mm -hmm. is making your relationship unequally yoked Mm -hmm. um so I definitely thought it was worth saying like it goes both ways yeah um and you want yourself to be green flags as you are looking for green flags in your partner yeah and I think something too that we've been talking about like we've talked a lot about like asking the friends asking the friends asking the friends so now looking at like being unequally yoked in like other friendships because that's something that's big mm. too. Like mm-hmm. obviously you need we need to have friends who are unbelievers, but our closest closest people mm-hmm. should be believers because they're the ones who mm-hmm. are holding us accountable. They're the ones who are spurring us on mm-hmm. in our faith. They're the ones who are praying for us and meeting with us and seeing how our walk is mm-hmm. and encouraging us. Um and so that's really important too. Like if you're looking for this in your relationships, you want your closest friends to love Jesus mm-hmm. so that they can say, "Yes, this is good." Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of times, like, and I remember when Ellen was looking for this one guy when she was casually dating, and I was like, oh, this is so great. Like, I think it's great. Like, you should go on the date. And that was before I was a Christian. And so I was encouraging this when I, like, didn't know the guy. And so, of course, I was encouraging casual dating Mm -hmm. because, I mean, I was doing all the wrong things in my relationship, Mm -hmm. too. I wouldn't have known to, like, Mm -hmm. warn her of this guy. Um Whereas mm-hmm. now, if she tried to do that, I'd be like, excuse me, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would not fly. <laughs> no, not ever. I'd be like, excuse Which me. Which is good. That's yeah. good friendship accountability, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely being in fellowship. And, I mean, it's really all about, like, who you're doing life mm-hmm. with. And that is your partners, your close friends, mm-hmm. um, and just the people that you are, like Malin said, interacting with daily. Um, because that's the that's the thing, is that struggles in Christianity are daily struggles Mm -hmm. and so you have to have those people who you're with daily be able to daily and I feel like I'm saying the word daily a lot (laughs) be able to daily point you back to Christ for sure yeah and people who know your struggles so Mm -hmm. they're like able to be like how's this one area like going like I remember when um right before Aaron and I uh got married um like I was telling my connector I'm like I'm really like I know the temptation is there Mm -hmm. to like go in and just like like why like we're getting married anyways why not just like go ahead and have sex and we're Mm -hmm. like no we're not gonna jump in and do that and so I was like confessing that to community me like I don't want to like fall into this trap Mm -hmm. I need you to like text me when it's nine o'clock and you're Mm -hmm. like what are you doing just call me randomly and so I had friends who were like how are things going what are you doing like leaving um church and they're like oh where are you you, what are you guys doing tonight what are you doing like where are you going and so like people who were gonna check in on me because they knew like where I was gonna fall where I was gonna Mm -hmm. slip was gonna be in that area so they knew that so they were gonna check on me Mm -hmm. and so like I we need people like that Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have people like that, like, I encourage you, like, mm. you need to find a community. Mm. Um, you need to find people. You can't 
you can't do life as a Christian alone. You're not and, meant to. And you have to be honest yes. in this time. Like, this time calls for a lot of honesty. And that is, like, the whole thing, I guess, about, like, being unequally yoked. And, like, what Maitland's talking about. You have to be honest when you want that account- accountability. Mm-hmm. You have to be honest. Um, if you're kind of the weaker link, you have to yeah. be honest. You have to take off those rose-colored glasses, like Maitland mm-hmm. was saying. You have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, and you have to be letting Jesus in yeah. to, like, if you are also doing your practices, like, in your Bible, in your prayer time, um, you know, Jesus is, like, I feel like the number one raiser of the red flag. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. He is going to convict you. Yeah. He's going to raise those red flags um, if you're connected with him again. Yeah. So it's really about being honest and... Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are, like, and this is also not, like, empowerment to be, like, like, well, if you just want casual dating, then the secret is, like, just don't be a good Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not a good Christian, then you can just casually date and not worry about mm-hmm. anything. That is not good advice. Like, mm-hmm. we are not giving that advice out no. because that sucks. <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, definitely just continue in your walk with Christ. Continue chasing Christ. And what we always talk about is... If you're chasing Christ um, and someone else is chasing Christ, then Christ is going to bring you guys together on your your seeking out for him. Like, that's terrible wording. But, like, if you're chasing yeah. Christ and another guy or boy or not guy or boy, <laughs> guy or girl is chasing Christ, <laughs> then God's going to bring you guys together um, as you're running after Christ. Um, so it is about yeah. that really the individual journey for yourself or for your partner um because that's where it starts and yeah. then god brings you guys together yeah and i think like looking at like how does that happen like you're like oh well like i don't know like how to find like all the people that i see like they're just like not believe like that's if go all, to church if all you're seeing is not believers then they're <laughs> you're, they're in, a, your you're in the wrong place <laughs> yeah like you should be looking in the church who mm-hmm. is serving who can you serve beside like mm-hmm. if you're not serving you need to be serving like that's mm-hmm. how you're gonna meet christians mm-hmm. who are serious about their faith and if like if you're serving and you see someone else serving and you're like oh like we've been serving mm-hmm. together and you're like oh like i like to get to know them better um and so like that's just like how it works and like you can also find community and then you're gonna have community be like oh like i i would i could see you guys together like oh i I would love to set you up with this (laughs) other person who and i it happens weekly for me (laughs) (laughs) ellen's laughing because i try to do that and she she's only been here for a week guys and she's already tried it three times (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just like I've told everyone, I'm like, Ellen's going to be gone soon, guys. Like, she's going to find a guy. Not, like, passing away no. or, like, literally, but she means, like, taking off the market. Yeah, which she's is not going to be single. She's not going to be single for long. Just mark my words. It's on the podcast. She's not going to be single long, guys. So. Anyways. <laughs> someone's going to swoop her up really fast. Um, and I'm trying to help with she that. She watches Cinderella too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for someone. No, and that's that's an issue. Like, look at those fairy tales. Like, Why are you so angry right now? <laughs> it's an issue. Look at all these fairy tales. Like Prince Charming's yeah. just not gonna come waltzing out of the ballroom and see you like stand there and be like, you know what? Oh. I actually don't even get me started on Prince Charming. Okay, how stupid do you have to be to not know what the girl looks like <laughs> that you have to find? Go and but like just don't. And first of all, don't touch my shoe. Like also, like <laughs> those are red flags, guys. Okay. For real, if he's that dumb, <laughs> yeah. walk away. 
But, like, seriously, like, we look at all of these rom-coms and TV shows and mm-hmm. fairy tale movies, and that's mm-hmm. just, like, not what life is like. Like, I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, you can have the happily ever, ever, ever marriage. Like, you guys can end up in marriage, but you're, it's happily not, ever you're happily ever after marriage, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then, but it's not going to be happy for long if you're not looking for someone mm-hmm. who's a Christian. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to, you're going to be miserable, because mm-hmm. if you're finding someone who is, um, like selfish and self-centered, mm-hmm. like they're just going to look to please themselves mm-hmm. and they're not going to be looking for ways that they mm-hmm. can um, help your marriage and help you guys grow together. And that's like the most important thing. And that's something about Aaron. Like he is the like most selfless guy ever. Like he's going to do as much as he can um, to come home and try and help me as much as I can. And just like he prioritizes time with me. And he did that while we were dating, too. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I have to see Mm -hmm. Maitland every single day. Like, he would see me every single Mm -hmm. day. Like, we would make time for each other. But he, like, he knew that prioritizing time together was important. Mm -hmm. And so I saw that in dating. And so I knew, like, in marriage, like, when we got married, like, I was going to come first. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously obviously after Jesus guys. Okay. Well, (laughs) after after Jesus, like he was going to put me, Mm -hmm. um, and just like serving me and coming Mm -hmm. home, um, to love me well. Like he, he just does a good job of like putting me first. Um, and that's like important when you're looking at someone who's going to be like a husband and someone who's going to be the father of your children. Like, is he going to put your Mm -hmm. family first? Mm -hmm. Is he going to be at your kid's baseball or soccer games or ballet recite like is he gonna be there for those and he's not gonna do that if he's not prioritizing time with you and that's important yeah and I think a a really winning attribute of Aaron and this was like one of the first things that I picked up about him was that he knows his stuff Mm -hmm. um and so like that's kind of like the biggest thing that we're talking about like Aaron knows his bible Mm -hmm. like we actually talk about it a lot about like how he like he is definitely of the three of us he if we're like what was that one thing that jesus talked about where is that in the bible he can chapter and verse it like that i'm like chapter and verse this and then i'm over here like um i think that thing with the brothers about uh and the brothers (laughs) it goes like that um and aaron knows exactly what we're talking about yeah he can chapter and verse it i'm like how did you and he every time he'll be like I'm not that good, guys, or that's from Camp Good News. So I know that if he's Humility. watching this, <laughs> if he's watching, I'm humble. <laughs> but actually, guys, that's another thing. Yeah. Like, they need to be humble. Like, yeah. if they're going to sit around and be like, I'm the best ever, and they don't have to say that in like if so many words. Like, you can tell, yeah. like, how they're walking. Yeah. And um, something else, like, the, we were just like, priority, like, where are their priorities? Yeah. Where are their commitments? If, are they like putting, going to the, I don't know, baseball game I don't know what baseball games we have going on here are they going to a baseball game over like community groups Mm -hmm. like are they like what's more important to them Mm -hmm. spending time with God's people or going to a baseball game Mm -hmm. where they get drunk and wasted Mm -hmm. and if they do go to those things I'm not saying like going to a baseball game is a sin don't ever do that like that's not what I'm saying Uh, (laughs) just kidding just kidding just kidding (laughs) I don't like baseball like what are they doing like when they do go to those events how are they walking how are they yeah. carrying themselves but what do their priorities look like are they at church on sunday or are they like mm-hmm. oh but it's my only day to sleep in but like that's your also your day mm-hmm. to get filled up with community yeah you're supposed to be like mm-hmm. you can rest but rest also looks like resting in jesus and yeah. that's a whole other podcast that we can Mayland's do Mayland's gonna do five podcasts right now just in her five little dialogue that she's going off on <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have a lot to say about this topic, obviously. Um, But it's all based on, like, things that I did Mm -hmm. wrong. And so I'm saying this from a place of, like, I don't want you guys 
to do the things that I did. Like, I don't want that for, I don't want that for anyone. <laughs> like, I want you guys to have good and healthy, mm-hmm. fulfilling marriages that point. Or the, relationships. Or, or relationships. friendships. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want you guys to, like, live a life that points yeah. others to Jesus like that. And if you desire, like, Jonathan Pecuda says this all the time. Like, if you desire a healthy marriage, like, then we desire that for you. And mm-hmm. I I really do. Like, I, I want you guys to have successful marriages. We're not out here, like, wanting you to have terrible marriages yeah. that fail. Like, we want you to have good ones. Or else, why would we be wasting our time doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. But I just think, like, learn from my mistakes. Like, I don't... Like, I say this to students all the time. I'm like, please don't do it. Like... And I know that I was like, other people said this to me too, and I just wouldn't listen. But I'm like, I'm begging you <laughs> yes. with everything in me. Please don't do it. Like, it's yeah. just not worth it. And if you're listening and you're like, I think I need to break up. Like, there were so many times I would listen <laughs> to a podcast and be like, I think that I should break up. And then I would get talked back. Like, just do it. Be bold mm-hmm. and say, Jesus, I can't do this. I need mm-hmm. you to help me. That's what I had to do eventually. Like, I was like, I can't do this on my own. I need you to help me in this. And he did. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a prayer that did not go unanswered. And God answers prayers and prayers like those he's gonna come through on yeah um, and then immediately start running after grace yeah like, like i feel like also like like in that like the breakup stage there's also like a lot of and we're not saying like i'm not yeah. saying like that you can't grieve or mourn yeah. a breakup um but also like enough with all of this like rebound and yeah. like going out partying to take your mind off of stuff and like becoming borderline alcoholic mm-hmm. to yeah. to cope but um definitely like if you're feeling that conviction um then listen to that conviction respond to that conviction um and continue pursuing jesus um because he is gonna fill in all of the gaps yeah 100 percent. yeah and if you're not like oh i need to break up if you're like thinking oh i want to like pursue this relationship that's what i see a lot more lately it's just like oh like i like this guy um but he doesn't like He's not, like, he doesn't seem interested. I don't know if he's interested, and I don't know, like, I'm in the I don't know stage. Like, you need, like, just mm-hmm. don't. Like, you don't need to wait around for this guy. Like, if he want, like, if he wants to be with you, then he'll, mm-hmm. ma- he'll make the moves. He'll be yeah. the leader in that because. Yeah, I was going to say, and a guy that, like, has his mind right with Christ yeah. uh, is also going to have his mind right and clear about stuff like that. Like, I think that, um. I mean, really just that. I was going to word it a different way, but then it was going to come out weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, like I said, like, if he, if his heart is on Christ, uh, then he's going to know if and when he wants you and he's going to be able to tell you because he's going to be emboldened by Christ and he's going to feel right about it. Like you feel right about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like main takeaways, um, from this is just like, find someone who's running hard after Jesus. Like, <laughs> and and like run hard after Jesus yourself yeah. and it's yeah. like such the it's the corny thing that everyone says like run hard after Jesus and then you'll look to your right and there's someone running super hard too and then just run right. together I literally just said that but <laughs> you call me corny <laughs> it, I mean, it, it is corny That's but fair. I so like it's so true like people yes. say that and they don't like until you're doing it like you mm-hmm. don't understand but look for someone who's serving mm-hmm. alongside of you who's pursuing mm-hmm. the things that you're pursuing and then just be like Oh, we're, yeah. we've been doing a lot of the same things yeah. together. Do you want to just do it together forever? Yeah. And then do it. <laughs> it's super, super low-key like that. Exactly like that. Yeah. Guys, to- that is your proposal <laughs> script. Um, Quote Maitland Moore. Ah, sign out. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. Um, And also, 
to note as well um, the importance, or not importance, but the validity also of seasons of singleness Mm -hmm. um, and making sure in the scheme of being equally yoked, uh, if if you just need to be equally yoked with your friends and your community Mm -hmm. right now as you're running after Christ, um, definitely valuing what Paul says about uh, how it can be better, how it is better um, sometimes to be single Mm -hmm. than to be forcing a relationship that is not ordained by God. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a huge takeaway that I have had in the last few years and a big lesson that I've learned. Um, Yeah. And if you do, you have anything else to say? If not, I'll I'll wrap no. us up. Are you well, sure? All that I'm all I'm thinking is I'm like, okay, now I need to do a podcast of like what to look for in guys. What to I mean, look you for kind of just did. No, but like <laughs> the whole thing and like I can go really in detail like with the guys. Like, oh my gosh. all the way down. To, anyways, how long is Spotify gonna let us talk before it cuts <laughs> us off? They're like, you're done. But then that's also, Satan right there. <laughs> that is. But then another one, like just about singleness and like because yes. that's something that's not talked Listen, about. Listen, <laughs> I'll be running out one. Yeah, no, Ellen will be. Yeah, I'm like Bailey, you one. just sit right down. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had much experience with that, guys. So I will still speak with what I have. But, but she also has been super supportive in my seasons of singleness. So yeah, that's so not I, to discount I anything that she has to friend. say. Yes, <laughs> I can speak as the friend as a to best the friend. Yes. But that is all I have to say. I was just thinking of ideas for next week. So let us but know. But after <laughs> those few dozen words, that is all that I have to yeah. say. Let us know what we should do for next week. So I don't know where they I don't do think that. that you can comment on Spotify, but oh, you guys. Somewhere else. <laughs> you, uh, okay. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, I do have something. Let us know. Our numbers are. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> We're not trying to get online stalked. <laughs> um, but I do have something to wrap us up. Yes. Um, I was reading John Mark Calmer's book, mm-hmm. uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which 10 out of 10 recommend. Yes. It is a fantastic book. Um, but in that, he talks about <clears throat> um, the passage in Matthew when Jesus tells us to join in and share in his yoke, mm-hmm. which uh, because it is easier. Um, and that's because sharing the yoke with Jesus is, it will never be unbalanced uh, because he will always be the redemption and the grace. Um, And so I think it's just really cool that correlation between that passage talking about yokes Mm -hmm. and this passage that we're going through talking about yokes, which it is a pretty common theme in the Bible because like there were yokes were more prevalent back then. We we don't often see ox over here. Um, um, Unless you do. That's cool. I mean, anyways. Maybe it's like bison and montana <laughs> yeah yellowstone bison um yeah. don't be uniquely yoked to your bison i don't know what we're talking about anymore anyways Sorry, i'm trying to wrap us up um so anyways i think that uh correlation is really cool and just thinking about um if we think about how jesus offers us to share in in his yoke which is righteous and good mm-hmm. and fruitful um, then why would we think that he would want us to take part in any other yoke that would not be like that? Mm-hmm. That would be the opposite and would sever us from him who is the vine. Um, and so that's just kind of some food for thought, um, talking about yokes and talking about, you know, ultimately you are to share in Jesus's yoke. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the way and the light and the truth. I don't think I did that in order, but... <laughs> Um, 
they're all there. That's but matters. any other yokes that you have, any other relationships, mm-hmm. um, should also model after that. Yeah. So, anyways, unless Maitland has thought has thought of anything else, no, I'm done, guys. She's shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got the be quiet sign <laughs> from who? I didn't do nothing. <laughs> No. from <laughs> your imagination <laughs> yeah from my imagination it's okay i get that quite often from people guys they're like okay that's enough anybody who doesn't have any anybody who hasn't talked yet want to say anything she's making things up anyways <laughs> <laughs> she's being uh what did we say earlier she's being pathologically dramatic <laughs> oh, pathologically dramatic. yeah i am that yeah. uh anyways we hope that you guys have um if not enjoyed this because it's been it's been pretty we're calling you out you know and stuff (laughs) but uh have yeah have some food for thought at least um and we're super excited to do this again next week so yes we'll see you listen you'll hear us then yeah thank you you. there you go there you go anyways (laughs) bye guys Uh, (laughs) all right this has been on the vine with maitland and ellen bye